Welcome to another travel edition of the Earning Hole Podcast. This is David Bryant, your host. And uh, I'm sitting on the dinky train, number 1331, headed to Princeton Junction, where I will catch a train um, to D.C. through a series of trains at the New Jersey Transit System and uh, Amtrak. And I'll get to travel through some of the contested areas right now during the election on my way to go but hopefully is still a large demonstration for a fair counting of the vote. You get to talk to some folks that are there who uh, believe in a fair and open democracy and and having votes counted fairly and are tired of our elections being rigged, whether that be in the Democratic Party or in the Republican Party. Uh, I'm leaving out a little bit later because in my experience being somebody who has been stationed at a military installation where all hell has broken loose before there's only a few things you don't want to you you want to be on time for and uh, a few of those are not fancy parties funerals you don't you don't want to be on time to Black Friday at the Walmart uh, you, you don't want to be on time to Halloween at the Walmart discounted candy and uh you don't want to be late to pick up your insulin after you've gotten diabetes from all of those things. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a, a couple of pieces long here. Eventually we're going to get to some interview stuff where I'll try and edit things together a little bit better and ask some questions of people, some of them relevant, some of them silly, and uh, then try and get to some general opinions of uh, the population that's there and see if any of them make any sense or if they're the raving conspiracy theorists that I know that the Democratic National Convention is going to use the news and uh, social media to try to portray the mass. And uh, the next segment, I will be on the train to Washington, D.C. after Princeton, Princeton, uh, Princeton Junction. All right, I just got off the dinky train, got myself a ticket to Trenton. And this train leaves off from the station here at Princeton Junction and winds up at 72 South Clinton Avenue, the Trenton Transit Center. (laughs) I wish I was making that up. Hopefully I don't get whacked by the uh, Clinton Global Initiative on my way to D.C. So, that's the end of my journey. As it turns out, Amtrak doesn't take cash anymore. Which means... There's no way I can buy a ticket to Washington, D.C. And there is the implementation of something that's meant to restrict people who operate on cash. What a free country we live in these days, huh? I'll continue this podcast, though. We're going to cover the videos from that protest nationwide. See if we can't have uh, some answers, maybe, as to why these folks are demonstrating from... Some other commentators and people that showed up to interview people doing the demonstration, but I don't play these little games they like to play. I keep it real simple and piss off as many people as possible. So before I get back on this train up to Princeton to go annoy them some more, let's talk about why they might want me to have to buy a cash card or a a uh, gift card in order to pay for a ticket in Trenton, New Jersey. I I told you in another podcast that 
Somebody had hooked up my social security number in Texas with reported frauds. And when I was at the gas station in Trenton that I've been hanging out at and getting coffee and eating at, the, uh, a bunch of kids came in, probably from the Trenton area, trying to buy gift cards one after the other. And the attendant refused to sell to them after two. And then uh, sold to one and then sold to another and then realized they were trying to get a bunch of them. These can be used for money laundering and various fraud scams. And so, with a bunch of jackasses who are really stupid but think they're really fucking smart in places like the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA, they try and manipulate you in the, your travel and everything else. And that's not an exaggeration. They can keep track of whether or not you're pregnant or not and know before you know. So yes, they can relatively guess the only way you can travel to one place. And if you happen to say something about it the day before, well, then they all they have to do is play that out as it goes. And once you get to where you're going, you know, you uh, get confronted with, oh, we don't accept cash for the Amtrak, which is probably true regularly. I could have checked and figured all that out, but they relatively can guess that I would be paying cash and not be paying with a card because that's how I've been living month to month. I don't use my card because they've been scamming my bank account also in some cases. So, it's one of those things where this is the new normal. You, you won't be able to travel unless you fall in line with Apple Pay and all this bullshit. You can't pay cash for anything anymore. It's fucking stupid. It's like being in prison. It's just like being in fucking prison. What happens if you get paid your paycheck, you go to a meat market to cash your paycheck, you don't have a bank account or anything, which there are people that still live in those situations. But I even have a bank account. But the problem is if they're scamming my bank account and trying to sneak money out of it here and there and overcharging me for overdraft fees that I didn't earn at the very bank that I'm banking at, because it's a military bank, so they have been fucking with my bank account at the military bank. And these, these sort of things are used to financially destroy you, slowly but surely, and make your life painful. And try and fucking piss you off and get you uncalm. But in my instance, my reality is this. I've been planning to expose this shit slowly but surely through journalism and give an indication as to how bad it really is for people like Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning for, well, since 2014, since the Snowden disclosures came out. And then what, that's about the time I started getting monitored on the Internet as well. So they uh, use this on veterans. They use this on everybody. I, I, I didn't get to read it, but there's, uh, I guess, a whistleblower in Texas that just exposed a, a toxic chain of command situation down there. And uh, this is pretty normal, that, that these folks that are above a certain pay grade, they, they get this feeling like they're God, and then they try and fuck with people's lives below a certain pay scale, even inside the military, because that's how it was outside the military for them, and that's how they were raised, is to believe that they're General George fucking Washington, so it's their duty and their rights as a person who's been raised in privilege to be able to fuck with people who are not. And so the only way you can do that is to basically throw sand in their face and kick them in the nuts. It's, it's a dirty fight. So they like to fight dirty. No problem. It's one of the great things about the Internet is I don't actually have to show up in Washington, D.C., even though it would have been preferable to do that, to do what it is that I do. So I can keep doing that. I can have all these conversations. I can even contact some of these people via Skype or wirelessly and still have the conversation about what's going on and... These are things that can keep going on, even if they can impede your travel. That's the upside to being available to have the Internet. It's, it's 
they wanted to kill net neutrality so that they can try and censor you off of it. But if we allowed that to happen, this is what will happen. First off, you'll be able to be trapped somewhere and stuck somewhere without money other than cash. And they'll tell you you can't buy anything with cash. Then they can use stupid shit to try and entrap you and accuse you of shit you didn't do. And then the next thing you know, you're being extradited to a Texas fucking magistrate and held in front of a court for fraud that you found out or reported on by phone like days before. This is the kind of shit that they do regularly to people. There are probably shitloads of people in prison on false charges for things exactly like this. I think it's time to investigate that. I don't know about you. I'll get back on here as soon as we're back in Princeton. So I'm back at the Princeton Junction. And to elaborate on that last segment, these things that are done with fraud scams and things like that, and we covered in last night's podcast of the Travel Edition, that they would be used to limit people's ability who are not tied into Apple Pay systems and all these things to basically make you a second-class citizen to where you can't travel to go to a protest where you can't without being monitored and surveilled. The only way you'd be able to do that is to pay cash and turn off your phone. And even then, they can watch you on cameras and things like that. Does that seem like we're living in a free Republican dem- dem- democracy right now when I can't even catch a train to Washington, D.C. and pay cash and just get on the train and not have to worry about it? What happened to society? I guarantee you I could take a Greyhound somewhere. Greyhound still takes cash. So there you go. There's your second-class citizenry. I'm not allowed to take the train, which is faster and more convenient. I would have to take a Greyhound bus or a East Coast Transit bus of some kind and take a bunch of transfers and all kinds of other shit. Now, I'm a disabled veteran, so after I walk for a good long while, I can't feel my feet, and I get fucking sciatica problems and neck issues and shit like that 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 make it to where I have to lay down for a day or two sometimes. And so it took me quite some time to walk back up here from Washington, D.C. the last time. And uh, I did that because I didn't have enough cash to actually get back up here. And if I had taken a bus, I wouldn't have had enough cash to get back up here and also have food to eat. And so this situation here has cost me like a day's worth of food in order to find out that I'm no longer free to travel anywhere that I want to unless I travel via Greyhound bus or bus ticket like that or I go and participate in something that I know that at the very mo- at this very moment normally I wouldn't mind a situation like that but at this very moment they're trying to entangle me into a fraud scheme of some kind so that they can arrest me because I contributed to fraud arrests with my journalism so they went and they made 2 billion dollar busts on journalism I did related to fraud schemes And in order for them to get all the credit for it, they'd have to have me arrested. And then they could make me work like, uh, oh, that catch-me-if-you-can guy, uh, Abagnale. They they could make me work in those conditions on probation, basically for free or for cents on the dollar as an indentured servant. And these are the kind of things that I never committed a fucking fraud scam in my fucking life. So there's really no justification for that other than they want to be fucking assholes and punish me for talking about things they don't want me to talk about. And in those conditions, I would no longer be allowed to talk about things they don't want me to talk about because non-disclosure agreements and probably as conditions of my parole and shit like that. It's very fucking disgusting. It's absolutely the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And it makes me 100% positive that this is something that they do regularly to American citizens 
that causes them to lose their freedom and go to jail on false charges. And then you'll hear a story about how they got out of jail later on on those false charges, but that's after like 20 years in jail. Well, this is that system. This is what they do to do that. And that's... I've been slowly exposing independent things like this, little one little one-off bullshit hassles that they do that are crimes that they commit against other people who shouldn't have that happening in their life. It's because they think they're stupid. Now they know that that's what you're actually doing at the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA nowadays. And you think you're going to get away with it even more. I'm about to hop on this train back up to Princeton, go grab another cup of coffee, and I'll sit down and we'll discuss some of this more and see what the happenings are down in D.C. so far. Alright, so I'm back at Princeton. It's time to check the headlines. I wanted to read an article about a guy blowing the whistle at Fort Hood. Uh, but uh, I'm going to sh- tell you what's in my Google search now that we've had a couple of conversations and give you some indication as to how I happen to know some of this stuff so accurately and what that does to my Google search results and my Google News Feed. So when I pull up Google, first thing, I get hit with an NPR article about as Trump's chances fade, Murdoch's Fox News faces wrath and tough choices. They're facing wrath because they called the election early in an effort to shift public opinion. And then in addition to that, that Rupert Murdoch, Sheldon Adelson, and all these folks that have been uh, reported as involved with Epstein, as we talked about yesterday, as a thing they wanted us to stop talking about, well, they're involved with the news media in the extreme. They're involved in shifting this. These people betrayed the current sitting president along with all these financial interests. Uh, next article is why Palantir co-founder Lonsdale is leaving Silicon Valley. He's moving from San, uh, San Francisco to Austin. And Palantir is moving to Colorado with their investment in a marijuana company out there. They're spreading between Austin and Colorado. Why? Because military-industrial complex is why. Families kicked out of Ramada Inn struggling to find rentals during eviction moratorium in Inglewood, Colorado. FBI. Hackers stole source code from U.S. government agencies and private companies. This could be true, but it also could be true the same as when they had a massive hack on Facebook that the FBI asked them not to disclose who hacked them, that they're doing that to cover their tracks because the NSA lost a bunch of their hacking resources when they were hacking people in China and hacking other places. They exposed their methods and means and their data, and so they were hacked back, and they stole that stuff, and then they started using it in scams against people. And so by convoluting the who could be possibly responsible, they create a a plausible deniability. Oh, maybe you were just targeted by our enemies. Well, since I've been targeted by the FBI with surveillance vans and local monitoring and surveillance, I know that that's not true, and that's just them covering their ass in my case. But this is also a threat that we actually have to deal with. Uh, Switch to Google Fi. Each month is different. Only pay for data you use with Google Fi. So they're talking about putting paywalls up for the amount of data that you use now so that you have limited access according to digital payments and whatever you can afford to get on the internet. So another systemic way to impose a lack of free speech on people who can't afford to pay for extra data. This is Google that's doing that. 
Denver bans all public and private gatherings with limited exceptions. Home by 10. So they've got instituted curfews in Denver and in Colorado and a bunch of places. And uh, they've banned all public and private gatherings. So you're not allowed to have Thanksgiving, basically. It's a long and short of that. You're not allowed to have barbecue. You're not allowed to uh, have Christmas this year. Christmas is canceled. What are you going to do? Trump versus Biden 2020, U.S. election tracker, New York Times. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you. Uh, entertainment stuff. Entertainment stuff. Tonight Show head writer Rebecca Drysdale exits. Also says she'll never work for another... I don't know what's going on there, but the uh, people in the entertainment industry have taken sides also, and a lot of people are being fired out of places like Comedy Central uh, earlier in the year, and then some people are just quitting out of frustration because they want them to skew narratives and not tell the truth anymore. They want everybody to fucking lie to you. Uh, Let's see here. The $68 trillion transfer of wealth in America is evaporating, uh, evaporating amid the crisis. Yeah, no shit. The, uh, they're embezzling money out of people's pockets. City responds to increase in COVID-19 cases, supposedly. The Army is considering changing the size of its infantry squads. I used to be in the military, so I get updates on things like that. Uh, let's see here. More entertainment news things. Like I was used to be a musician and enter- entertainer, so I get information about that because I study it occasionally. Uh, cryptocurrency is soaring. XRP feature is changing the world. Okay. Carlisle buys pet supplier Mana Pro for second time. The Carlisle Group. That's a Wall Street Journal article. The, uh, the Carlisle Group does restructuring. They don't just do it in that. They also happen to own companies that own Supreme Clothing Wear and also a company that makes uh, tear gas. So all the people out there protesting in the street wearing Supreme clothes are getting tear gassed by the same consortium. That's kind of funny, isn't it? This was reported on by a Netflix show that got canceled called the the Patriot Act. And they canceled it because he was telling the truth about a lot of stuff. And they busted him off, off of Netflix, even though his his viewership was in the millions, multi-millions of, of viewers on YouTube and, and I'm guaranteeing on TV, but they claim that the ratings weren't good enough. Bullshit. <laughs> That's a lot of people watching your show. Uh, Google Photos test putting editing features behind paywall, so they want to limit the amount of stuff that they have. Uh, in my case, they made it pretty difficult for me to edit my videos through Google Photos and stuff like that, which is what I was using. So now I've had to edit videos together using my phone and so they'd be like, oh, well, well, let's see if we can get away with that. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that happens. I mean, I'm not the only one that's probably had this issue. That they made it more difficult for you to do this kind of stuff. They probably tested it in mass on a bunch of people, trying to keep us from making videos and things like that with use, public available tools like that, that that were part of the Google services. Now they want to put everything behind a paywall. Four books Bill Gates recommends reading right now. I'm going to look and see what those are and not read them. Specifically because Bill Gates recommended them. <laughs> we have a pandemic out of control. Public health experts say, yeah, no shit. People taking advantage of it financially. That's about the only out of control part of this. Loss function in deep learning and overview analytics. Uh, neural network uses optimizing strategies like uh, stoistic gradient descent. Or stochastic gradient dis- descent, excuse me. I remember we were talking about how they can 
use data science to try and figure out how to best make you lose your money. Yeah. Let's see here. Russia's scientists. Jeff Bezos cashes out over $3 billion in Amazon stock, but still made a massive gain off the post-election. Of course he did. Made a fucking big old profit off of the COVID-19 scandal and by marking up his prices. And of course he's going to make a bunch of money based off of the loss of Donald Trump, potentially. Because guess what? Most of the people that support him are not conservatives. Tesla just rolled out its own tequila. Yes, you, re- you heard that right. what I think recruiters really look for in data scientists. Yeah. They look for people who are on the inside and don't talk. That's what they look for, as far as I can tell. Jeez. Uh, a judge is ordering Trump administration to reveal a private loan uh, data it sought to obscure. I'm sure it was a small business loan of some kind. Probably not illegal at all. And had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but that's the way they treat that guy. But then, meanwhile, somebody's embezzling money and, and taking kickbacks from the Ukrainians for energy deals. And they don't want to talk about it. And they tell you that's fake information, even though it's not. Uh, let's see here. Energy department looks to boost hydrogen fuel for big trucks. Ah, see, I was a, told you I was a truck driver. And the Department of Energy wants to switch us over to 50-50 renewables and fossil fuels. So let's see how that affects other things in our society at the moment, huh? Let's see here. We keep going down. We get to... Uh, new Air Force 6th generation aircraft takes flight with F-35, which supposedly was a big old investment fraud scandal. Just pour more money on it. That's the answer for these folks. Fed calling for more stimulus in code for buy is code for buy Bitcoin says Winklevoss. That's coin or, or cointelligence is is what that is. It's, it's it's a play on words where they're talking about coins, bitcoins, and digital coins and intelligence on those things and what's happening. But it also happens to have. Co-Intel in the title, which is uh, a huge red flag for me. Consolidation is killing jobs in the U.S. shale industry. That's oilprice.com. Uh, long-awaited consolidation in U.S. shale patch is well underway, and that's affecting jobs negatively. So like I told you, Bureau of Land Management stuff that I reported on and that Pendeley was laid off over. It was a big-ass racketeering scam. These guys were doing an investment scam, and that guy got laid off, but not before the damage was done. So 650 people got laid off from Halliburton Oil while all these people are making record profits. It's disgusting. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, of course, why the U.S. economy could use a $4.4 trillion rescue package from Washington. So they spent all this fucking time manipulating the system and enriching fucking businesses and stuff like that while killing small business and making people homeless. But now we need a $4.4 trillion rescue package. So they already gave $17 trillion to all these fucking other things. And by the way, if you had a security services bank or some kind of, of bank that had different rules that were requiring them to reinvest in the community, 
Those have been getting bought up by private banks during all this crisis. So they're looking at another bailout for wealthy people who stole this election and betrayed the guy that helped them do all that. Uh, and through passing policies that were friendly to their businesses and stuff like that and taking their advice on the pandemic, which turned out to be shit advice that was being used to manipulate our economy. And as a result, bankrupt at Pizza Hut and Wendy's franchise. NPC International plans to sell itself to Panera Operator. So two, there's two major chains that went out of business since COVID-19 kicked in, which is kind of funny, considering uh, <laughs> you'd think that people would be ordering more pizza, even if it is Pizza Hut, during COVID-19. Uh, how to mine cryptocurrency with a Raspberry Pi. If you don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, a Raspberry Pi is basically a small circuit board that can run a program with a couple of the USB ports on it. And that's what that's all about. So I'm going to end this little segment here and start again uh, with the article about the whistleblower at Fort Hood and see how that's being handled. So I mentioned I was stationed at Fort Hood, Texas when I was in the military and uh, had two jobs. I started out infantry and then I was in the aviation field after that. And uh, after my deployment to Iraq, I decided I didn't want to be part of the combat operations. I didn't agree with the reasons why we were in Iraq. I didn't agree with the way things were going over there. I could see what was happening. It was pretty obvious. Even for a guy who's supposed to not know anything because you're a new private. But I was 22 years old when I joined. So it wasn't uh, like I didn't have any life experience before I went in there. So I just Googled Fort Hood whistleblower just just to get an indication of what's out there. I'll be pausing this periodically because I'm not even joking. Every time I start to talk about this stuff, noises start happening around me and they set off the goddamn speaker system at where I'm at right now. So this is ridiculous. I'm being mass surveilled. If, as a matter of fact, if you want to know how obvious it is normally, you can look up, there's a story that Tommy Chong, of all people, tells about when he was arrested for manufacturing bongs in California by the feds, by the DEA, and how they were monitoring and surveilling him, and it was painfully obvious that he was being monitored and surveilled by the DEA. So he has a little bit more anecdotal story about it, but in my case, they sent the, the very, very good ones to try and fuck with me. <laughs> and even so, it's painfully obvious when you're being fucked with with things like speaker systems at the train station every time you try and record something or people start honking fucking horns around you everywhere that's called a honking campaign something they successfully implemented in other places around america and if if you doubt that i can do an entire episode dedicated to these forms of harassment so that you understand that that's really a thing but you could look those up yourself again the tommy chong interview or a story he tells about the DEA investigating him, and then also honking campaign. Just look up honking campaign on uh, <laughs> on the uh, social media there, and you'll find a, a news story about a couple who bought a house, and they pissed off the local fire chief, so the like, local fire chief organized an entire harassment campaign with the community in which a guy had to sue a bunch of people in the town eventually, post up security cameras so he could catch them doing it at all hours of the night driving by blasting their horns as loud as they possibly could and trying to obfuscate from the fact that they were doing it the entire time. It's kind of disgusting the level that people will go to to cover up some information. But uh, So I, I looked this up and one of, the, one of the things that comes up is the government compares an NSA whistleblower to the Fort Hood shooter. You have got to be fucking kidding me. 
I was stationed at Fort Hood when that happened. That was a fucking terror attack that injured 30 fucking people. This NSA whistleblower didn't hurt anything except the pride of the people who work at the NSA and break the law. So their pride is more important than your life. That's what they're saying right there. In no uncertain terms, their pride and their fucking job is more important than your life. That is exactly the fucking attitude I am talking about right there. As Army is searching for missing soldiers at Fort Hood this year, and, and soldiers' deaths increased at Fort Hood this year. Uh, the Army possibly ignoring the murder of a soldier who was AWOL. These kind of things. They've arrested some people related to it now, but as these headlines indicate here, Fort Hood shows higher crime rates than similar installations. It's one of the largest installations in the military, if not the largest installation in the military. It has a higher crime rate. There's a couple of things involved in that. Namely, the environment created by a shit command structure most of the time that absolutely contributes to the hostility amongst the soldiers and that disseminates all the way down to the bottom and it basically turns them on themselves, turns us inward instead of working as a cohesive unit, we turn into a fucking, a, basically a site where terror incidents could happen and people are attacked for trying to tell the truth about what's going on. Now, now that you know that, see here, Army whistleblower Chelsea Manning is in the hospital recovering from another suicide attempt. Uh, right. Just like Jeffrey Epstein hung himself. I'm really genuinely concerned that that's a thing that this military and this government might do. That's not a joke. Because these fucking people are trying to cover up their war crimes. They don't want that to be a discussion point that they ever have to answer for. Neither did the Nazis. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Tough shit. One of these days, it's going, we're going to be held to account whether they like it or not. Uh, let's see here. Suspect name, new details released in the case of missing soldier. Fort Hood Independent Review Committee members sworn in. U.S. whistleblower psychiatrist warns of soldier on soldier, soldier violence. So we got one psychologist that went off and committed soldier on soldier violence. Now they got another one that's reporting the potential for soldier on soldier, soldier violence. So hopefully this time they fucking listen. Uh, let's see here. Whistleblower repi reprisal. What is it and what it isn't. Whistleblower reprisal is the taking or threatening to take of an unfavorable personal action or the withholding. Let's see here, I wanna make sure and read all of this here. Uh, let's see, Special, Specialist Wednesday walks into his local inspector general office. I'll just read the whole article. This was posted on December 22nd, 2015, of course. Fort Hood, Texas, in the Daily Sentinel down there at Fort Hood, Texas, wouldn't you know it. So, Specialist, Wednesday walks into his local inspector general office and claims he was uh, resigned to another company because he complained to his company commander about the way the company first sergeant was making up duty roster. Let's be clear. There's a lot worse shit happening than people being put on extra duty. Here has Wednesday been a pri uh, reprised against? Well, it depends. First of all, what is whistleblower reprisal? Whistleblower reprisal is the taking of or threatening to take of an unfavorable personal action or the withholding or threatening to withhold a favorable personal action 
because the member made or was thought to have made a, protect, uh, a protected communication. Now, in my case, let's see if what my case is covered under is, cons is covered under whistleblower protections even inside the military. I reported fraud scams to the FBI and the DOJ that they illegally went and investigated and made arrests on when I was not a soldier anymore. I was just doing journalism. And then I have since reported things that required them to have a judge fire the head of the Bureau of Land Management. A congressman lost his job. A city council member in my hometown lost their job. So clearly, I wasn't in the wrong. And I have been reprised against. In no uncertain terms, they have withhold, withheld my veterans' benefits. I cannot access my veterans' benefits without people trying to fuck me up. And now they're currently trying to put me in jail and accuse me of fraud. They fucked up my social security number in Texas, where Fort Hood is at, where all this criminal shit is going on in a military installation right now. They have new chains of command in Austin area, the Futures Command and all these different things. These people are trying to force me to go to jail or go to war. That's a thing that still happens in the United States. I'm being reprised against as a whistleblower for doing journalism and being a United States, while being a United States citizen outside the military after my retirement. I should be able to fucking sue them at this point, but good luck getting a fucking lawyer when they're having the mass surveillance state come after you like you're a federal criminal and trying to accuse you of being a fucking terrorist for doing nothing more than journalism. I'm 100% positive that I'm not in the wrong. I am absolutely being reprised against by my government and by the military for doing the right thing. Absolutely 100% certain of it, and I've caught the FBI doing it. I have tried to report them to themselves to make them hold themselves accountable, and there is no inspector general for me. There is no person I can report that to, and they just stole a fucking election. So it's not going to get better for me. It's going to get fucking worse in the next four years. They're going to try every goddamn thing they can to ruin my life, as if it's not bad enough that I'm not currently homeless and I can't even buy a fucking train ticket to go to Washington, D.C. because the Amtrak person won't take cash. Uh, incidentally, I asked this train conductor here at Princeton Junction if she was aware that Amtrak no longer takes cash, and she said, that's fucking crazy. I only pay cash for everything. And that didn't seem right to her. So I asked the person at the counter inside the Wawa, uh, hey, did you know that the Amtrak won't take cash? She also said, uh, that's fucking crazy. I don't know what I would do because I pay cash for everything. And these are two women that happen to be in their late 40s to early 50s. So <laughs> those are the folks that are going to be most negatively affected, ladies. Those are, and men in that age group, you're going to be the most negatively affected by what's coming right now. And in addition to that, because you're who you are, you think you're being adults and trying to correct my fucking behavior and tell me what is and is not. Well, I'm telling you right now, you're fucked because you, you didn't want to listen to a kid who's been studying this shit his entire fucking life, basically, with the internet, and used to fix computers, worked in a computer store, one of the jobs I had before I was in the military, knows the insides and outs of how this shit works mechanically and how simple it is to fuck you up with it. So it's not even a, it's not even a question as to whether or not I'm being targeted. They want to enslave me to make me work and not be able to talk without sending me to Leavenworth for exposing things that they want to do that are illegal that I should be able to talk about, which is why I am a conscientious objector. I refuse to serve in the United States military ever again. They totally ruined our relationship. 
I will never speak bad about soldiers on an individual level unless they're dickheads. But all soldiers are different and they're all human beings. But as an institution, I am a conscientious objector. They ruined the military for me. They absolutely fucking ruined it. Not only did Major Hassan ruin the, the idea of civility and comfort at Fort Hood when the way, they handled that the way they did, but in addition to that, in my own unit, reprisals against soldiers who were injured already and were supposed to be getting out for medical reasons were being targeted as bad soldiers and kicked out on bad paper discharges. And that's how come we have such a high suicide rate. That is how come we have so many soldiers that are in criminal activity because they're being illegally reprised against by people who are shit leaders and don't know what to fucking do anymore. And this is not necessarily entirely their fault because we've been at war for 20 years, but it's not a fucking excuse. When you start taking it out on your soldiers, you need to get the fuck out of there. You're not qualified anymore. When I first got to my unit, my infantry unit in the military, there was a person who was on their fourth deployment and was in the middle of a divorce after we got back and carved his kids' names into his forearms with a fucking razor before PT one morning. And so they were like, okay, he's not going to be deploying anymore. This is not for him. <laughs> Hopefully, thank, I hope to God he was able to get help and recover from that. But that's what the military's been doing to your soldiers. It's it's a situation where that's the environment, but people who went to Vietnam, they were in a real combat situation and, and they actually had a hardcore war. It was apparent that they were actually in a fight and all they could worry about was fighting. And now the older generation, folks that were in those wars, no offense, but you're kind of being fucking babies because you're fucking acting like our war wasn't a fucking war, in which cases, in some cases, it was very much a fucking war, first off. And in, in other cases, it's worse it's it's worse situation. It's a situation where you're basically being held in prison in a war zone and not actually able to do your job. And, and you have to just sit there and put up with extracurricular torment and bullshit the same way you would at a fucking military installation in the United States in a war zone. And that's not sounding like something that would be stressful unless you've been in the military and know what that means. And so to, to those of us that have been, you know exactly what I mean by that. And I don't think that's an uh, inaccurate description of what it's like to be stationed on one of those posts. It's sometimes arguably more stressful than getting shot at sometimes. I'm not sitting there defending people who never got fucking shot at as having a right to have all this extra PTSD and all this kind of shit. No, it's just PTSD for different reasons. Because they, you might be fucking raped by one of your fellow soldiers at a major installation. You might be fucking targeted and busted down and harassed and treated like dog shit by your unit because they're fucking bored at one of these bigger posts in the Middle East. Those are the kind of things that were going on down there. And so, in addition to that, what happened that Chelsea Manning exposed was the killing of a journalist in Iraq and two kids and his film crew. <laughs> and so it was a war crime. It was one that they didn't want to escape. They wanted to control the narrative. And because it got out, they can't control the narrative. And so what are they doing? They're trying to make Chelsea Manning's life so hard that she fucking kills herself. Unless she shuts up and doesn't say anything else about it except what they want her to say about it. Now, in some people's defense, I don't much care for that stop dead naming me shit attitude that 
that particular person has. I'm not a big fan of that particular aggressive attitude that some of you folks in that paradigm have. But what was done there was not a bad thing, in my opinion. It did a lot to expose how this war was more of a war than people realized and what it was doing to the psychology of people who are asked to go participate in a war. And so it's still, if it's still not clear to you, I have a little bit more than a little experience with all these paradigms because I was in and out of those environments as a lower enlisted soldier for four and a half years in the support units and in the infantry units. So it's, uh, I got a, a dose of two worlds and, and both of them have different attitudes entirely in, in the two different settings. And so these are things that not, not every soldier gets that. Not every soldier goes between from, from combat arms to support staff. Not everybody has that awareness like that. It's an unusual thing. But if you happen to get a chance to talk to somebody who did, you're not likely to get them arguing any of these points because they'll be able to explain to you the finer points between how those two operation standpoints work together in order to support military operations. This isn't secret information. This is just like talking about how managers work with fucking their employees and how the warehouse works with the distribution office. It's, it's not any different than that. It's not. It's the same shit. So the Military Whistleblower Protection Act is covered in Title 10 United States Code Section 1034. It is Department of Defense Policy, Department of Defense Directive 7050.06 that states, members of the armed forces shall be free to make a protected communication. That means if you use the proper chain of command, which I tried to do repeatedly. No person shall restrict a member of the armed forces for making lawful communications to a member of Congress or an inspector general, which I've tried to do repeatedly. But they did try and restrict me from keeping that information in. They, they tried very hard to restrict my ability to communicate these things. Members of the armed forces shall be free to, uh, from reprisal for making or preparing to make a protected communication. Uh, we're supposed to be, but the reality is they will fuck your whole life up over it. No person may take or threaten to take an unfavorable personal action or withhold or threaten to withhold a favorable personnel ac uh, personal action, meaning withholding your benefits because you chose to do the right thing, which is exactly what happened to thousands and thousands of soldiers at places like Fort Hood. And in my case, they've continued to fucking obstruct my ability to go to school and do things like that since I've been out of the fucking military, even though I got myself on the dean's list. They fucked with my fucking paperwork the whole time, made it to where I could barely afford to pay my electric bill and did all kinds of other shit. So they can do this long after you're out of the military. All they have to do is tell their buddy that works at the college or tell the local veterans group that you're a piece of shit, shit bag, not even give them any details. They'll just go along with it. They just do because it's blind faith in the fucking system that's fucked up and so bad that when nobody should have faith in it anymore. You really shouldn't. It's, not, it's, fucking, it's fucking asinine. It's ridiculous. I apologize for getting a little outraged there, but that's what I fucking see 24-7 is that these fucking things are happening and people make fucking excuses for destroying other human beings' lives who did the same thing you did, which is take an oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Motherfucker, you're a 
goddamn domestic enemy to the Constitution if you're keeping your buddy from telling the truth about some fucked up shit going on that's an illegal order or doing some shit like that. Not even a fucking question about it. You're a fucking shitbag. And you shouldn't get promoted for fucking people up like that. You should go to fucking Leavenworth. That's the way that should go. A whistleblower reprisal complaint must be made within 60 days after the data the member comes, uh, becomes aware of the personal action. Uh, four questions must be asked to determine if the complaint is in fact a whistleblower reprisal complaint, protection communication, unfavorable personnel action, management knowledge, and independent basis for adverse action. Again, uh, I'm still within uh, 60 days of when I said that I was going to go to the Inspector General in Washington, D.C., and, and instead realized, you know, I'm not actually in the fucking military anymore, so I, I'm just going to go to the fucking FBI directly and go to the CIA's front door and ask them to quote and, and fucking answer the question to me as a journalist why it is that they think they can get away with this illegally, and instead I got a ticket, so that's fine. Now, if they want to take me to court on a bullshit ticket, they can, through discovery, answer for the American public why it is that they illegally reprised against me for doing nothing more than journalism. That's their problem. The first question is, did the complaint make or uh, the complainant make or prepare a communication protected by statute? You're goddamn right I did. A protected communication is any lawful communications or members to Congress or IG, regardless of the subject. Uh, DOD audit, inspection investigation or law enforcement organization and any person or organization in the chain of command or any person designated pursuant to regulations of established administration procedures such as equal opportunity safety office etc oh yeah i did this on many many levels i sought out soldiers on the internet to start reporting things to at first that were illegal that needed to be fucking investigated they fucking investigated me instead, and then they fucking goddamn reprised against me. And I started to take that farther and farther up the chain of command until I started having FBI surveillance vans and fucking fuckwits trying to legally arrest me and investigate me in my town. I have some of their names, and now I'm about to give you some of them because they're rather important. One by the name of David Bushhorn, who is part of a special task force and he has trained with the Israelis to do any number of things in the, in the United States related to Homeland Security. And he had a guy named Shelley Bushhorn, who, or Simon Shelley Bushhorn, who was in Germany, try and fucking rope-a-dope me into fucked up weird conversations, which I played along with temporarily until I figured out whether or not this person was or wasn't nefarious. And they were trying to get me arrested for colluding with a foreign government because that's their standard procedure for illegal investigations. I already knew that. So I thought it was odd I was talking to a motherfucker from Germany anyway. Well, that just proved the point. And again, I was already being, I knew I was already being monitored by the FBI. Caught them fucking doing it again like a, a year after that or a couple months after that. I caught them actually surveilling me and they can't deny it. They illegally fucking investigated me and fucking launched an illegal investigation into a journalist's life. There's no fucking way around it. I should be able to fucking sue. But again, it's not like the ACLU is going to want to hear me out because I tend to lean conservative in some departments and liberal in others. And because they don't like the way that I talk about certain things, tough shit. I'm a free, a free speech protected citizen last time I checked. They don't want to protect me from reprisals against a journalist from the United States fucking government illegally. 
and they sent a Baltimore private investigator uh, by the name of uh, John, uh, what was it, it might have been Bushhorn also, but also there was uh, another group of people in, in the uh, Grand Junction area that were involved in this, who were involved in the first response of the town. Now out here in, in Princeton, they just got a new Democratic mayor who used to be the head of organizing their, uh, their first responder stuff. And they're talking about they want to implement things in the town that represent the Princeton way, in quotes, in their newspaper. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds familiar. It sure sounds like the kind of bullshit I was dealing with in Grand Junction, where there's community efforts who fucking smack down anybody that doesn't go along to get along. And so I'm very familiar with how this kind of shit goes. And they've been running me all over the fucking goddamn country, dragging me through, first they led me into it with me going out to report to them, the FBI and the CIA. But it was started in New York because the New York real estate company was the one that bought my house out from under me. While I was put in there through a veterans administration program to get me off the street with my ex-wife. So I went and I sought services and then they used their community organized effort to make us homeless again. They absolutely reprised against me and fucking tortured us out of a house and made us homeless and fucked up our whole life and illegally investigated us and went after us with using a third party from Germany and that guy went to jail in Florida for human trafficking. So <laughs> this is one of those things where, not a joke, that's my life. I have actually dealt with that as one of the things I've had to deal with in the last two years of my life. So uh, let's see, if we, let's read on here. A protected communication may be verbal, written, or electronic. So covered under that communication because I did my, most of mine electronic. I also directly discussed this with people I used to be in the military with and they told me to be careful. <laughs> That's the only thing they really can say. Um, chain of command communications may include complaints made during a commander's open door policy or made in a public forum like a commander's call. So I chose the public forum route and I used the heavily monitored and surveilled access I had to people on things like Facebook. And they have a two-hop and three-hop rule that they use, and I also used that to uh, rack up some points and get some other players in this game that were part of both administrations that were running for office in 2016 so that I could just make sure that it wasn't my imagination. Yeah, I'm being targeted by both Kamala Harris's people, by the governor of my state directly, and by... Uh, people from, from the GOP. So th these fucking things are not made up. Again, I, I caught all this shit with screenshots and metadata, and, and I can't emphasize this enough. They fucking ruined my fucking life, and I have zero help, none. I'm just one guy who's kicking the fucking government in the square in the fucking nuts right now. And while all you fucking people complain about every little thing that's fucking going wrong in your life, at least they didn't make you fucking homeless yet. There are people that they made homeless on purpose who don't even know any of this shit goes on. The second question is, was an unfavorable personal action taken or threatened, or was a favorable personal action withheld or threatened to be withheld following the protection or the protected communication? You're goddamn right, and they did it. They absolutely did it. Not only that, they medically tortured me. They didn't provide me with medical care on my way out the door. They over-prescribed me a bunch of prescriptions that were probably going to kill me if I kept, ta kept taking them. And then they fucking stabbed needles in my back trying to, trying to fix it, kind of. But then it didn't help, and they just kept doing it. It didn't help at all. 
So the things I have wrong with my back are, are torn uh, discs in between your vertebrae. And then I have stenosis. I got a congenital condition that makes it to where the nerve channel is narrowed in my spine. And so when the things get inflamed back there, which is basically anytime I do something fucking nuts, like walk from Washington, D.C. to fucking Princeton, I end up not being able to walk right for fucking several days on end and have to fucking lay down a lot. And now I could out, now that I'm outside and don't have a home to do that in, they can try and ticket me for things like that. So they can get me arrested for being fucking disabled when they made me homeless. You understand? You, you start to pick up what I'm putting down here? Uh, let's see. A personal action is any action that affects or has the potential to affect a service member's position or career, such as performance evaluations, transfer or reassignment, disciplinary or other corrective action, uh, revocation of security clearance, etc. Absolutely all those things would be true if I was in the military. And also, they're true outside the military. They're keeping me from being able to rent a place. I'm not able to rent a house now. Uh, they're keeping me from being able to use my bank account without interference. They locked up features of my bank account because it's USAA, US, United States uh, Sur uh, Armed Services Bank. So this is not a joke. These fucking asshole fuckwits fucking got into it with me. And it's basically some of this stuff started when I got into it with an officer on Twitter who was accusing me of being stolen valor and a fake veteran. So I posted a picture of my indefinite fucking disabled ID card to prove that he was just a fuckwit who was full of shit. And then in addition to that, I got into a conversation with a group of other military folks and we were talking about the fact that the Israeli intelligence community was using their, their resources to fuel dissent between things like the alt-right at the time is what they were calling it and the Black Lives Matter protesters and independent protesters, which turned out to be true. So I don't know how to tell you this, but they fucked my whole life up because I reported on illegal activity that was a collusion between corrupt fucking officers and corrupt fucking goddamn contractors from two different governments. And in addition to that, I've had to deal with shit from the UK as well. Basically, the I-5s countries have been fucking my whole life up because I did the right thing. Okay, this is not a joke. This is, that's who I am. That's why I keep doing this because if they're going to ruin my whole fucking life, I'm going to make goddamn sure they can't do it to somebody else's ever again. Uh, let's see, officials. Uh, the third question is, did, uh, did management of, uh, officials res responsible for taking, withholding, or threatening the unfavorable personnel action know about the protected communication before they took the unfavorable personnel action? So who is a responsible official. So that's their little loophole for their way out. Oh, I didn't know that it was protected communication. I didn't know he was allowed to do that. So you see how that works? That's real passive aggressive shit. Oh, that's my bad. I didn't mean to fuck you up so bad, buddy. Uh, I didn't know you were allowed. You were allowed to say whatever you want. I just thought this was the, the, my military and you had to do what the fuck I say. That's the kind of attitude you get from these people and they fucking manipulate fucking wordings like this to try and take advantage of it. Uh, knowledge includes, let's see, anyone who influenced or recommended the action be taken made the decision to take the action, signed applicable correspondence regarding the action, or approved, reviewed, or endorsed the action. So, basically anybody who filed illegal warrants on me and at the behest of fucking whatever the fuck they wanted to do, 
tried to illegally investigate me with a fucking German guy, and now they're trying to get me on fraud scam shit in Texas by fucking committing frauds using my social security number. All you fucking idiots, all of you bad fucking idiots are going to end up locked up instead of me. I don't know how to explain this to you any clearer. I've made this as transparent as possible because they refused to take my report. Uh, knowledge includes personally receiving the protected communication, hearing rumors about the protected communication, or suspicion or belief that the uh, com complaint may have made a protection or a, the complainant may have made a protected communication. Oh yeah, you motherfuckers knew, and that's why you took the action. Eat a dick. I don't know what to tell you. You, you guys are about to get the green weenie all day because this shit is not my fucking problem. You fuckers clean your shit up in-house, and I expect a fucking goddamn payback in the form of monetary and a house at this point because I fucking have... I can't even get a VA loan. That's one of the most valuable things of veterans' fucking benefits is that I can buy a house so that I can't be evicted. And all I have to do is make the goddamn mortgage payment. And I can't do that because they fucked up my credit. And my ex-wife helped with that. And they're fucking going after me based on fucking Me Too lie lie bullshit. My ex-wife was in New Jersey in 2017 and acting like that's not part of this fucking whole thing. Even though I was being reprised against back then and I was being run across the state of Colorado already after they investigated and arrested people based on information I reported on. That's what's going on right now is entrapment. They're trying to fuck my life up and get people who lie to say whatever they get, can get them to say for any reason that they basically trump up to fucking make my life fucking over and put me in jail in the same way they did to Chelsea Manning. It's not a joke. That's what's going on. You may not have heard of me before, but that's on purpose. They make sure very hard for me to fucking put anything out. Uh, let's see here. Precise knowledge of the communication is not necessary. Simply being aware that the protected communication occurred, regardless of the subject or content, is sufficient. So if you had any awareness at all of the fact that I was making a protected communication and that I was legally reporting things and trying to communicate these things that were sensitive information before it got to this point, you're a dumb fucking idiot who needs to lose your fucking job because you just broke the fucking reprisal laws that are covered under the whistleblower protections. The fourth question is, does a uh, preponderance of the evidence establish that the unfavorable personal action would have been taken absent the protection communica uh, protected communications? In other words, was there any independent basis for the personal action? Would Wednesday have been resigned to another company because his military occupation skill was needed? Nope. And in this case, if you try and say that, though that's still conscription and I refuse, a conscientious objector. There's nothing you could have done to make me do anything for you absent fucking telling me through an interview process that we're interested in hiring you because you found this information. You know, no, you don't conscript people. You don't fucking illegally lock them up and put them in jail. And I probably would have told you, no, I don't want to work for the surveillance state anyway because you guys keep doing things like throwing Chelsea Manning in jail. Go fuck yourselves. The, if the answer to the first three questions are yes, and the answer to the fourth question is no, then Specialist Wednesday has probably been reprised against. If not, then Wednesday has not been reprised against. If you think you may have been the victim of whistleblower reprisal or have investigations concerning it, contact your local IG office or your servicing staff judge advocate office. So I got to go through all that rigmarole 
because these motherfuckers are stealing my money, fucked up my marriage. Oh, in addition to that, in my ex-wife's, now ex-wife's direct messages, there was a fucking army of of soldiers, whore soldiers, sending my wife's direct messages. Now, why would they do that? Well, my ex-wife sent me some nudie things over the internet, and they were private, according to us, they were made private. They weren't public information. But because these guys got to see what they saw by illegally monitoring and surveilling me through Google, they all decided that they wanted to fuck my ex-wife. And so they fucking started DMing my ex-wife and fucking contacting my ex-wife in their DMs. And she told me every single time this happened. She was a good woman up until I fucked up. And so the situation goes like that. They tried to fuck my whole life up by attacking my fucking ex-wife, sending her direct messages, and who knows what they fucking told her in the interim between then and now that she's fucking believing in, which she shouldn't be, because these motherfuckers have been doing this for fucking, like, years since before I even got married to my ex-wife. And I knew that that was what was going on, but I couldn't prove it because they were doing it illegally through passive-aggressive means, even at the local level, even at places like the VA where they canceled my benefits when I had full custody of my fucking kids, and then they charged me $1,000 in back child support when I had full custody of my kids after it was reported that my ex-wife had been writing bad checks in my name. So they fucked up my entire credit score, all this shit, and then they made me pay the state $1,000, and then they cut my fucking veterans benefits down to $700 a month. Does that sound like a, a series of events that could happen by accident, or does that sound like an economic attack that was taken out by a fucking goddamn military people trying to settle vengeance and shit. That is absolutely the kind of shit that I have been dealing with since I got out in 2010. If I could, I'd see some of you fucking hung up by your goddamn toes inside a fucking Leavenworth. But I don't necessarily want everybody to be held accountable. If you didn't know that you were being a fucking shithead fuckwit and you're just doing whatever your buddy told you to do, because that's how some of you people can be, well then, you could be forgiven and just call the dumb fuckwit from now on, and I will know that you're not the kind of person that I would ever want in a foxhole next to me, because you're a dumb fuckwit who would throw me in front of bullets. But in this case, I'm more than happy to fucking throw you on the grenade that you tossed in the room intended for me. You deserve that. You absolutely deserve that, you stupid fucking asswipes in the military that have now gone on to work in places like the NSA and the security intelligence state. I wouldn't fuck, you couldn't pay me a million dollars a fucking year to work with some of you. It's not worth the hassle. You get people fucking killed. You fuck up people's lives who don't deserve it. You don't need to be working in those offices. You're extremely unfit for that fucking job. You need to shut the fuck up and go fucking resign before you get fucking busted. In the same way that all those people fucking resigned when they got busted for investigating the President of the United States, you motherfuckers that are involved in this shit, you better hope to fucking God that you saved up some cash and that you can get a job doing something else after this and go fucking resign now. Because I'm not stopping. And there is not a goddamn thing you've been able to get over on me other than nickel and diamond me here and there. And every time we do this little dance, you expose another level of this shit. So, again, this is not me yelling at my audience here. This is directed for the fucking fuckwits that monitor this shit and act like they don't do that. 
they're absolutely doing that to me as well. They monitor the things I post up and I'll fucking put out as entertainment shit. So I started posting them on multiple platforms and other people started listening to them occasionally here and there. But the fact of the matter is that I'm so fucking restricted I can barely fucking take a shit without having a couple people come knock on the fucking door in the bathroom. They want me to be that fucking monitored and surveilled. And guess what? They have their kids help do it around here in places like this. That's how connected they are to the surveillance state. That they fucking train their kids early on to be fucking rat fink fucks that will fucking fuck with a goddamn veteran, disabled veteran. They don't even know from Adam. They don't know me. They don't know my life. They don't know what I was involved in or wasn't involved in. They're just a bunch of rat fucks. And they fucking train their kids to be rat fucks. That's what I was talking about. This is not a joke. Again, this is... I wish it was fucking kidding. But these people don't view us as human beings. They think that we're fucking animals and they can just treat people however the fuck they want because they're special. No, they're not fucking special. You're fucking morons. And you need to fucking get the fuck out of the goddamn office. And you're going to do it one way or the other. Because if you manage to steal this fucking election, it's not over, you dumb fucks. That's not going to be over. Not even fucking close. Everybody knows what you just did. And so this shit right here, this is just the beginning of an entirely new paradigm in which you can no longer silence conservative voices who aren't part of your little club. We don't fucking goddamn care. I'm not a conservative. I might have voted for Obama twice and switched to the Democratic Party to vote for fucking Bernie, but I am not an entirely a liberal person. I'm not a conservative or a liberal. I'm an independent. And I definitely will maintain my independence because that's my right as a fucking free American to do that. You don't have control over what I can and can't do anymore. That ended when I retired, and I've been out since 2010. You ain't been able to fuck with me for a long time, not legally, and you're trying to do it anyway. That's okay. It's your ass for doing that. If you're listening to this again, I apologize for going off on a rant yelling at the people that monitor and surveil me, but mainly they're the ones that are going to listen to this. <laughs> so it is what it is. And I don't think that anybody in their right mind would fucking handle it any differently if they knew that that was happening. If they had helicopters circling their heads when they were talking about the things they didn't fucking, the government doesn't want you to talk about, and fucking extra fucking public safety officers showing up to fucking rat on you every time you talk about something they don't want you to fucking talk about. Because the local cops have certificates from West Point and fucking the FBI. Yes, West Point, the military school, with, where they train up some of the shithead officers. Okay, the old guy that just retired from the cops here, he went to West Point Academy and the FBI. So who do you think he is working for? He's probably helping out that fuckhead officer I got into an argument with on Twitter for fucking talking shit about what people on the left don't want or do want or why they're like that. And then accused me of being stolen valor. You know what? I'm not going to have to. I don't have to sit there and take that shit as, as a retired veteran. I don't have to take that anymore. We're both civilians now, dumb fuck. Like, that shit don't apply anymore. Get the fuck over yourself. That, that's the kind of shit that goes on outside the military. They retire at a certain rank and they think that all of a sudden they're not human beings anymore. Oh no, I once a general, always a general. Nah, general, we're at a barbecue and we're both civilians and have been for a while now. I can tell you to go fuck yourself and eat a dick if you say something mean to me and are offensive or you fucking attack us on a political level and then call us fucking names and say that we're fucking useless or fucking waste of space. I've been told through internet posts and directly to my face that they thought that all veterans with PTSD ought to be put out of their misery. That is a thing that has been 
told to my face and had somebody say it to me, another veteran say it to me on the internet. That's not the fuck okay that that was going on. Now, that's my response back to people who are like that. Is that I wish they would take their own advice. Because <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. I, again, that may be a little bit harsh, but now you know the, the level of violence and vitriol behind reprisal. And then we talked about denial and deception in, another, in one of these episodes. And that's a thing that was covered in Dark Mirror, a book by a guy who sits on the Century Board here at Princeton, talking about how they will do this to investigate a journalist, and then they will deny and deceive. They will deny they're doing it and try and deceive you and make you uh, try to fuck up your whole world. And that's what's been going on in my life. Now, I could even tell you what provision of the Patriot Act that they did this under. Provision 215 of the Patriot Act in the lone wolf part of that wording they described me as a lone wolf and they decided to go after me as if I was a lone wolf terrorist like a fucking goddamn an NSA whistleblower being compared to a fucking Fort Hood shooter here that's what they just did to me they went after me under the fucking two, article 215 of the Patriot Act as a lone wolf terrorist they justified their investigation by doing that and then that expired over the summer and then they got a special advisements so that they could continue investigating me because it was an open investigation. Well, you better shut it the fuck down right now because you had no right or reason to investigate me illegally. None. And you're caught. You're super fucking caught. I caught you well before you even got started. And so, again, this, these things won't fucking be tolerated in my life. I won't fucking put up with it. It's not a thing I'm willing to fucking sit there and suffer through a moment longer because it's happening to fucking people like Chelsea Manning it's happening to Julian Assange and if somebody like me doesn't kick your nuts square the fuck up back into your eye sockets with information and make sure that people are aware that that's what's going on and that that's what's in store for them if they allow it to continue to happen to people like me all the way up to people like Julian Assange Chelsea Manning Edward Snowden that their lives are not going to be very nice, especially since they're trying to make a million more homeless people with evictions soon. Yeah, this election was just the start of us demanding back what used to be a fair and free open government in which this kind of shit wasn't tolerated. And if it happened, it was very rare. And you had to fucking do quite a bit of fucking law breaking in order to make it happen. And then on the back end, you got exposed anyway for breaking the law to make that happen by the whistleblower. I caught you in advance. I listened to all these people and how you went after them before. I knew exactly what the fuck you would try and do at first, and then I knew that you would resort to fucking dirty fighting tactics. I'm not a fucking nitwit when it comes to stuff like this as a former soldier serving in both infantry and aviation and escorting people all the way up to the division level in a combat zone and getting to escort everything from millions of dollars in Iraqi dinar and fucking Geraldo Rivera and then going to a Fort Hood installation where I witnessed a fucking terror attack on my goddamn military installation. You picked the wrong fucking guy to fuck with. That's the end of the story really right there. So... This is the end of today's travel edition so far. I'm going to go ahead and put in another podcast, the What's Going On in D.C. 
during the protest that's going on down there right now. It's 12.57 right now, and uh, they're, they're protesting in other places too. It looks like there's something going on with Extinction Rebellion in New York City. And again, I'm basically locked in and can't travel anywhere because they don't accept cash for a fucking Amtrak ticket nowadays. They're, they're locking people out of using cash to do that stuff. And if I do anything like buy a gift card, they can use it to accuse me of fucking committing fraud or money laundering or some fucking bullshit to have me thrown in jail. That's not me being paranoid. I just explained to you, I study these things and report on them to such an accurate degree that they've made arrests on them at the Department of Justice. Now, we'll cover that in a podcast more extensively. I don't want those arrests to go away. They can't go away because the information I reported on was even more of a crime than I realized it was. But I do want to discuss how I found that information out so that people are less likely to be taken advantage of by it because it's a major problem. That's why digital currency can't be implemented right now. Even though they put wording in it and they want to make fucking UBI payments and fucking stimulus payments through digital currency. Fuck that. All that money is going to get embezzled. They're going to steal it. There's oh, fucking way too many fucking ass wipes that know how to steal that shit and will take advantage of people with that. So there's no fucking way you're going to be able to do that. We ain't getting rid of cash anytime soon. Not fucking happening. If it does, we're in way bigger trouble than anybody realizes. That's a fact. So here we go. This, here's the poorly concocted plans and half-assed ideas being passed off as the future and the revolution. This is the uh, News Cycle Travel Edition signing off for uh, episode one from today.